Hey folks, it's David Bourne from NewWildMedia.com and welcome to episode 7 of the Stay Creative Project, Practical Ways to Live More Inspired Lives. In this episode, I talk with Mara Malloy, who is a professional singer, a music instructor, and a small business owner from the New York area. We talk about the practical ways that she stays creative in her work and in her life, Uh, For example, we talk about the importance of creating daily, how creatives are like professional athletes and how they have to work at it every day, and how uh, some childhood experiences can really hold us back more than we, we realize, how fear never really goes away, but you learn to manage and deal with it, and just really some practical ways that creativity can be a part of your life and just make life more interesting, but more fulfilling as well. So I hope by now, hopefully you've checked out some other episodes from the Stay Creative Project, and hopefully these practical ways are making a difference in your life. One of the reasons I wanted to talk to Mara in particular is because she's really good at marketing her business. And she does it in a creative way, an inspired way. So if you have an idea that you want to promote or just explore more in depth, I hope this conversation with Maura Malloy will get you excited. Hey, everybody, it's David Bourne from New Wild Media, and this is the Stay Creative Project, where today I am interviewing Mara Malloy. Uh, Mara is is uh, a fellow student in uh, a course that we are taking together, uh, and um, she is someone who's been working with video, but she also has a very creative career. So uh, I want to hear Mara um, first of all. Welcome to the show, and hey, David. Uh, yeah, hi. Thank you for being on the show today. And uh, if you could just tell us tell us a little bit about yourself. So uh, I am a singer, first and foremost, uh, but I've had a very uh, varied uh, creative life as a musician. I uh, have my undergrad degree in music education, and I've uh, taught elementary, uh, high school, and uh, middle school music. So I've, uh, I've run the gamut of every type of kid. And then I have a business where I supply classical music for weddings and special events. And I've been at it a long time, and somehow I figured out how to live a creative life and uh, make a living as a musician. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do that, but somehow I figured it out. Yeah, that's... <laughs> My parents are very happy about that. <laughs> that is that is, uh, that is great, because particularly, you know, you do have those musicians who, who go on and, and make millions... But I imagine that's a very, very small percentage. Absolutely. Um, I think the thing that I'm always most proud of is um, I'm not famous, but I make a living as a musician and I live a really creative life and I'm kind of happier than most people I know. You know I'm not searching for fame. I, I get up every day and I, I want to create and I want to create beautiful music. And, and that's what my ultimate goal is. And if I can pay the bills doing that, I'm good. Have you always considered yourself as someone who's creative? 
Oh, always. Like I, I'm uh, one of seven kids and I have uh, such a strong memory as a child sitting on the front stoops of my parents' house and singing and my mother saying, will you stop singing? You never stop singing. And I remember saying, oh, I have to, Mom. I'm going to be a singer someday. <laughs> she was like, get inside. <laughs> <laughs> You're driving me nuts. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't think that's your typical story for most people to, uh, to say that, number one, they're creative. They, and they've been able to have a creative career. Um, and also to be able to say that you think you're happier uh, than a lot of people because you can be creative. Yeah. Um, that's really, uh, that's really amazing. And, and, you know, so one of the, the, the kind of the main idea behind the state creative project is I feel like we have to work at being creative on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. It's not mm -hmm. just, you know, the muse that appears. So how do you, how do you see, do you, well, do you agree with that? sounds like you do, but how do you, how do you work at staying creative? Yeah. So I, you know, I really think you have to be deliberate in the process. Uh, just because you might have creative tendencies doesn't mean you're going to uh, live a creative life. Uh, like I, kind of, I liken it to I'm one of those people who works out every day. And I do that for two different reasons. A, as a singer, I really care about my body. It's my instrument. But also, it's my mental. You know, by working out every day, I keep my mind free. And some of my best ideas come in the middle of a yoga class. Um, but I'm never afraid to try. I'm not afraid to fail. Um, I kind of... I'm pretty blessed, though. I did grow up with a mom who was really creative, who just instilled creativity in us. She used to do this. Um, she would go to the library, and you could rent out, like, masterpieces when I was growing up at the local library. And she would um, put it in our, our family room. And at the dinner table, she, every um, once a week, we had to talk about the masterpiece that was sitting in our, uh, our, our family, our living room. You know, and at the time, we are like, Mom, come on. <laughs> now I'm so grateful, right? Because she put it in my life. You know, she made us constantly think about it. So, so I, what do you mean by masterpiece? Do you mean like an art masterpiece? Yeah, so, so something like a, a Van Gogh um, or a Matisse. And so even to this day, I can't draw at all. But I can walk into any museum and tell you who the artist is. Uh, that's great. Yeah, and I know that that kind of fueled for me, there's that thing of thinking about creativity. Um, but I do, I do get up and I think I work on it all the time. My mind is always popping with ideas, but I think a lot of people's minds are popping with ideas. It's following through on it. It's really important to, to not make, you know, I hear people make a million excuses why they can't create, and I'm always like, just do it. Um, I think we put it like you have to be a genius to create, and I don't believe that one single bit. I mean, when you work with kids, you totally learn that. So I, I used to do a lot of songwriting with kids, and the best songs always came as a group effort. You know, the kids would just yell lines out at me, and then I would, you know, try to find a rhyme scheme. And I was always amazed that they're so un... Um, they don't censor themselves, and they don't think it's that good, is that bad. And I think I've learned a lot working with kids about creativity. That, uh, it, what that makes me think of is this idea of the resistance. Are you familiar with mm 
mm-hmm. the resistance. And um, when we're talking about other people being held back, you said when kids, they create without that filter, but somewhere along the line. Totally, totally, yep. And because I've taught every grade of kids, I've so seen it. Um, I always say, I, in this last year, uh, I taught both eighth grade and high school. And uh, you'd walk in the halls and the eighth grade boys would be like, hey, Miss Bloy, hey, Miss Bloy, how are you? You know, they'd be bouncing off the walls. Then, um, you know, the next year I would see them in the high school and they'd be like, hey, Miss Bloy. I'm like, what happened to you over that year? What happened to you? You know, and, and they start to come into themselves. And yeah, I know. It's all, that's always the part that breaks my heart a little bit, as you see kids get older, right? Um, I'm not quite sure why that happens. Uh, it's my job as a teacher to, to not let it happen, to try to cultivate it. But it does happen. You're, you're right about that. And I always find the funniest thing about when I tell people I'm a music teacher, they always have to share some story about, oh, when I was like in sixth grade, my music teacher told me to not sing. <laughs> and I'm always like, hey, don't blame it on me. But it, I'm amazed that people remember certain childhood experiences and kind of let it hold them back sometimes. Um, So that's just something I've always encountered when I tell people what I do. (laughs) So those people that have talent who uh, you you have seen them, uh, maybe they even have a gift, and but then the resistance happens. What as a teacher, as a music teacher, have you been able to do to to cultivate the creativity in them? Well, I guess one of the things I've always tried to do is get to know the, the kid as a person um, and just make them feel like they're in a safe space and to teach them that um, it's like being an athlete. Kids always relate to this, right? It's like being an athlete. You might start something and it's horrible the first day, but if you do it for 30 days in a row... Uh, I taught a guitar class in the high school, and my kids were ranked beginners. They didn't play when they walked in, and I would get um, 18 kids. And I was always amazed that they walked in knowing nothing, but every day for five days a week, for 45 minutes, we would play that guitar. And by the end of the year, I was amazed with what they would accomplish. And I think the thing that they learned was that if you do something every day for 45 minutes, you are going to create. And I do think that Creativity is just like working out. You have to do it on a daily basis, you know, or five times a week. You know, it has to be a part of your life. It's just, you don't sit down one day and get inspired and then three weeks later, you know, pick it up again. So if I'm writing, sometimes I write some songs. If I'm writing the songs, I'm constantly thinking about it. You know, if I'm um, writing in my car or doing in a yoga class or, uh, you know, I never... Stop thinking. It's like a jigsaw puzzle to me sometimes. Like I'm constantly trying to fit all the pieces together. I found that also at uh, school whenever I'm putting a program on uh, or directing the play. I used to direct the play, the same thing. It's always pieces of the puzzle. How are they going to come together? And it's almost this need of making them all fit. Like I, until I, it fits, I can't stop. It bothers me. So does that bring joy to your life? To, to Oh, it's such a feeling of satisfaction when you solve the problem, right? It's pop- I mean, in a lot of ways, creativity is problem solving, right? Does that make sense when I say it? You know, and nothing is better than when you solve a problem. 
Well, I think that as human beings, we uh, we have all this huge history of problem solving, mm-hmm. of creativity that we're hardwired to solve problems. And right. it does feel good uh, to solve a problem, but almost when it's over, there's a little bit of a letdown, but I think as long as I know there's a new problem coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think it, it's just part of who we are to be creative. Now we've created this thing called art. Yeah, right. It's all right. It's all made up, right? Like <laughs> it's, I you know I'm always amazed by it's somebody else's standard. It's it, but somebody just made that standard up. What you know? What is the criteria? I try right. to remember that so I don't. Um, not so judgmental of myself, you know, it's other people's criteria that are uh, judging my creativity, but it's really only matters what my criteria is for it. Did I get joy out of it? Or for me, honestly, if I've moved one person when I've done something, well, then I always say I did my job. That's all I, I one, one person, <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah, I think as the other thing that as human beings we 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 need to know that our work is is meaningful to the group, meaning somebody uh, in our tribe uh, or somewhere in the world is is being affected by what by what we're doing. Yeah, I, I think it's hard to do it in a vacuum. After a while, you do need some. Well, I also think I, I mean I know I've read about this in the past, but that other person becomes a part of the creative process in a way, right? Um, When you're just doing it in a vacuum, I think it's a different product than when you bring it out into the world. Do you know what I mean by that? I think so. You get feedback and it changes uh, based on the feedback. And and there's a a fine line there, isn't there, of, of, uh, okay, well, am I doing this to try to make other people happy or to bring myself joy? Uh, if the feedback's negative, then what do you do? Right, right. And I've always like said to my students over the years, the only way you learn how to do it, the only way you learn how to perform is doing it. There's no way around it. You have to do it. You have to fail. You have to do it. You have to get up the next day and do it again. You know, it, you don't learn how to perform sitting in your room doing it by yourself. You just, you know, you know and yep. if you don't put your creativity out there in the world... You know, if, if, if you want that person to be a partner in your creativity, you have to put it out there in the world. Yeah, I, I, uh, I do. I'm an introvert. And so I do a lot of creating and a lot of internal work. Okay. And, you know, I have over 13,000 notes in Evernote and quickly becoming 14,000, I noticed the other day. And uh, so now I've, I've done work in the world as well, but there's so much of my work that's in Evernote. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but I realized, you know, it's really not, it's not growing as quickly or as I'm not learning as much about these ideas until I, until I bring others into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So I'm an extrovert, right? And I've always been fascinated by introverts. So first of all, I used to think everybody wanted to be an ex- extrovert, right? But sure. now I've learned that's not true. Like, uh, which Never fascinates was true. me. <laughs> hmm? Never was true. 
in my mind, I thought, why wouldn't everybody want to be an extrovert? Right? Um, but and so it's fascinated me. But I mean, I as I get older, I try to learn the value of just being quiet and being more of an introvert. Um, it's the same way it's hard for me to be an introvert. I, I've learned it must be hard for you to be an extrovert. Does that make sense? It does. It, 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 I have worked really hard to become an extrovert. Uh, like in my 20s, um, I, I realized, you know, this isn't working for me. I, I, need, I need to that grow that extroverted part of me. But in terms of uh, understanding introversion and extroversion, one thing that I've... That I've uh, come to understand is energy. So an, an, uh, an extrovert gets energy from relating to others mm-hmm. and taking ideas to others. And what do you think about this? Or here's this, uh, where an introvert, I get my energy from who just, you know, just being alone and not having to, to push to go out. See, it's, for me, it's a push to go out. And like you've said, it's like with any creative act, you get used to it and you learn the benefits. So I love interacting with people. But if I need energy, I've got to go in. So if you need energy, will you sit down and write? Or what do you do to get your energy? I will will sit down and write. But, you know, the thing that where I get my most energy is what I call piddling. Okay. Which is doing nothing with no agenda. And I love electronics. I love um, I love music. So I've realized that about once every quarter, I'll stay up till two in the morning listening to music. Mm-hmm. And I'm the kind of guy that knows if you know I need to go to bed by ten thirty eleven to right. function. But I've learned that's just part of who I am because I need just listening to music and doing nothing and piddling. Oh, I might be fiddling with electronics, uh, but there's no agenda, something fun. I'm learning something new. I'm not talking to anybody, which is why it would happen in the middle of the night, probably. Mm-hmm. There's right. nobody to talk to. So, um, yeah, I think it's uh, it's it's... It's good to know that people are not like us. Yes. And that we, yeah. That we work in different ways. Absolutely, yeah. And I find even though I'm an extrovert, I need that time to recharge. But it's never, I, I tend to recharge in almost other things that don't involve music. Um, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. I don't listen to gobs of music. Like mm. when I'm in the car, I want silence. So if I'm not around people, I keep my world really quiet so that I can hear my inner dialogue in a way. I feel like the world sometimes you can't hear yourself think. Do you ever feel that way? And like, if you can like shut the TV off for a couple of days, it's like really powerful. But it's so hard to do that, you know? Um, so I strive for when I'm not around people to keep my life quiet. Yeah, that's, and that seems to work for me. That would be one of the what I call one of the practical ways to live a more inspired life. That's the tagline for this project. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's several I things. Every day I try. God knows. <laughs> do you meditate? Like, do you actively meditate? Um, you do well, yoga. I, 
do a lot of yoga. So, it, it, but I do a lot of the hot yoga. Uh, I don't actively meditate, but within that process, I do. I love to walk. I, yeah, yeah. I think that walking definitely. Uh, and I love to work to walk in New York City. It's one of my favorite things to do to create. Because if you're alone walking in New York, there's so many things, so much stimulus, and just kind of gets your juices going. It's one of my. I could walk forever in New York City. I could walk five miles and not know I, you know, ever did it. Meanwhile, I live in the suburbs. Uh, you know, I'll get in the car to go a block. But if I'm in Manhattan, I wouldn't even think of that. You know, <laughs> I find it so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. Uh, you're very American. You know, they design malls with with corners so that people who are walking in the mall can't see how far it is to get somewhere. No, oh, I didn't know that. Because they'll go yeah. out in their car and they'll drive there. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll try to get the closest spot to my yoga class. Sure. I got so crazy. <laughs> yep. yep. I can't walk far away to the yoga class. <laughs> so uh, I am fascinated that you, with your business, uh, you've told me that you're trying to develop this this uh, part of your, your singing and musical business and your work a lot with brides. So I'm, I want to hear about this this new creative thing for you, which is making videos as part of part of your uh, part of your marketing for your for your uh, music for brides. Is that how would you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what would you call yes. that? Tell us about that. Uh, so I always dreamed of eating Katie Couric. Uh, and uh, I actually had a, a friend of mine's daughter live with me two summers ago, and she was an intern for the uh, uh, the cosmetic company Tarte. And and one day she was out in New York City doing a, a, sh- a shoot for Tarte, and it was like a day in the life of a Tarte intern. And I remember her coming home and being so excited and showing me. And I thought to myself, I could do that. I could do a day in the life of Mora and Co. That's my company, Mora and Co. And that's just kind of what the inspiration was. So about six months ago, I uh, I got my niece to come with me to a gig, and I gave her the iPhone, and uh, I we just started. I don't even know how. I I didn't really have a plan. I in the car ride down, her and I um, thought about some things I might say for the intro. And we came up with something. I recorded like five sentences. Then we just recorded my musicians. And then we kind of started to realize that if I just chose one piece of music at every um, wedding that I did, it was a great focal point for getting content. And so now I love thinking about what problem I could solve in the intro for the bride or something that's going to spark uh, my client's creativity by seeing what other brides are doing and what their choices are. Uh, I've done a couple of things now, meet the musicians, where I'll interview my own musicians. And I've learned a lot about them, things I didn't know. So I think that it helps my marketing that the client sees me, they get to know me. And then I think they trust me a little more and they see how vested I am. Like, I really care about their weddings. Even though I've sung it over a thousand weddings, I really care. I want, you know, I, I want to see that bride have that beautiful smile on her face when she walks down the aisle. And I just, it's so important to my clients. It's, you know, um, and they put so much into planning the day and I, I really take pride in being a part of it. 
In nee. fact, this year, I just found the funniest thing out yesterday. So I teach in uh, Somers, New York. And uh, so I, we, I'm teaching middle school and the quarters just changed. So I have a whole new group of kids. And this kid oh. comes in and she's like, Miss Malloy, you sang at my mother's wedding. I'm like, oh, what? Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. And, yeah. And, her, you know, so it was, uh, the, the kid is, uh, she'd be a seventh grader. So she's 12 years old. So it was like... 15 years ago, you know, wow. I'm like, oh my God, that's so full circle that I'm now teaching music to the daughter of somebody's wedding, of, you know, a couple whose wedding I sung at. That is great. That is really great. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's so cool. So tell me how you, uh, how do you think you might see these, uh, these videos, um, how do you see them becoming a bigger part of your creative process? Uh, well, I love doing them. So that says something to me, right? Um, yeah. So now my biggest challenge is kind of like how to engage the, uh, the bride a little bit more, the, the future client a little bit more with it. Okay. I was just thinking today, can I start to put a tip into each one of them? So, you know, if you're getting married, here's one to kind of make that the tagline, you know, at the end. So here's one thing you should do if you want your ceremony to be beautiful. That's what I'm kind of going with next um, to make them a little bit more of an educational. Yeah, I like process. that idea. Uh, so and, uh, you know, I've also loved the technical aspect of it, learning about the lighting, learning about the sound. Um, I think. Any time that I can get more knowledge about the technical side of it, it actually helps my creativity because I feel I'm a little more in control. I'm kind of a control freak. So the more in control I am with all those other things, it allows, kind of frees me up to be more creative. So I've been loving learning the technical aspects of it too. And I, you know, I kind of, I don't know where it's going to go in some ways, but I know that every time I have a job, I've determined to that part about the creativity, right? That I've determined every time I have a job, I'm going to do a video and just, just deciding that I'm going to do that has created some really great things. Interesting. Yeah. So you've just decided making the to commitment to every time do it. And you don't have to keep it. You know, the thing is, if I do and it doesn't come out good, I don't have to post it. But, you know, I've learned something in that process, even if it goes bad. I've been creating videos every day for several days in a row with that same uh, that same motivation that mm -hmm. it's just going to get easier. And every day that I do it. And it's going to it's going to become less of an obstacle when I come to create I think a lot of it is 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 um, is getting obstacles and 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 pushing them out of the way. Yeah, well, I think that's true. Like for me, I've probably sung the song um, Ave Maria a thousand times, right? And I still love to sing it because to me, it's such a touchstone for kind of where I am because I know the song so well. I can create within the song because I'm not thinking about the, the rhythm or the beat or the words. Or, and I think when you do something every day on a regular basis, the more comfortable you become with it, the more your creativity can just 
come up through it. You know, to the more comfortable you've gotten with the obstacles, I think then it allows your creativity to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 you expect there are going to be obstacles. That's mm-hmm. that's another mistake that we fall into is think oh. oh. There won't yeah, be obstacles. That, <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. wrong. <laughs> that blows me away about people stopping their creativity. It was hard. I'm like, it is hard. You know? <laughs> or when yeah. people say to me, oh, you're a musician. It must be great to love what you do every day. And I'm like, well, no, some days it's still work. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, the, the people think that creativity isn't work. Yeah. I, that always blows me away. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know where we get these notions from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, there there's lots of obstacles. As as people who try to get others to be creative, it's uh, you know it, it's it's never going to go away. We're never going to uh, not face our or have fear. For example, fear right, is a right. fear is a huge one. It's mm-hmm. never going to go away. You just get used to it. And a big thing for me is I've realized. If I'm afraid of something, that's a good sign that what I'm trying to do is really important. Totally. That you care. Oh, I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, no matter where I'm singing, before I sing, I always have a little bit of anxiety. Even though I'm somebody who never gets stage fright, the anxiety is more about I want it to be good or I'm excited by it. Um, And I would think the day that I didn't have that, I was bored. Hmm. Right. And so why do I want to do it if I'm bored? And right. believe me, it'll come across in the performance if I'm bored. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It will. Wow. Well, this has been great talking to you. Fun. And I want to say that uh, I'm excited to learn more about how your business develops. And um, so uh as a final closing thing, I definitely want folks to know how to get in touch with you and where uh, where you do your work, uh, if that's a limitation. And, and I know you're trying to grow your business. So mm-hmm. um, let's close out with just that and say, you know, well, where can we find you online? And, Perfect. Uh, so um, I work in the tri-state area, uh, New York, Connecticut, Jersey. And you can go to my website, moramusic.com. And you can also find me on uh, Facebook and on Insta. But the best way is to go to uh, moramusic.com and check out my videos and tell me what you think. (laughs) Email me, let me know what you think. There you go. And a total um, shout out to you for helping me along the way with some of my video issues. And uh, it's been great learning from you. Yeah, well, you've been a great student. Uh, I really appreciate your willingness to learn and to make mistakes. And, yeah, don't you, you think know. that's so part of the creative process? If you're not willing to learn, you're never oh, going to create. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. You, you, you come, you look at those mistakes, you just know they're going to happen. Uh, like, hopefully I actually did record this. I yeah. think I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm like, did I mistake. sing the right words? Did, did. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, it's been great talking to you, Maura. And uh, so uh, just to repeat your website, it's Maura, M-A-U-R-A. Okay. Music. Music.com. Dot com. 
Allmusic.com. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks again for being on the Stay Creative Project uh, show. And uh, I look forward to uh, maybe in the future, could we do another interview and see where your videos totally. have come? So after the class, when we're done with the class, we'll see how, how my creativity. I have a song I'm working on. Oh, as good. a result of the class. And it's actually Seth. Um, the, uh, the chorus of it is, uh, they are my tribe. So oh, it's uh, Seth uh, inspired. <laughs> so I'm hoping Seth will hear it when it's all done. Oh, that's, that's my goal. cool. My goal is to meet Seth. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he's up there somewhere in the New York area. So <laughs> He is. I'm only about 20 minutes away from him. <laughs> okay. Well, good. <laughs> I try not to stalk him. <laughs> no, we probably should not do that. Yeah. Well, right. thanks it's, again it's for... Uh, Thanks again, and we'll see you online. Terrific. It's a wrap. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Maura Malloy and our discussions about creativity and business. And I just want to remind you that if you have a business idea in mind and you like the idea of approaching business and marketing with your creativity. You should definitely check out newwildmedia.com for more information on how you can make that idea come to life. I'm very technically based and I help people get over the tech so it doesn't get in their way. Just as Maura talked about how she enjoys learning the technical parts of video because it helps her be more creative. You can find out more at newwildmedia.com. And I hope I will see you there and see you online. This has been David Bourne for the Stay Creative Project. Take care.